Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So after doing some traveling to Florida, I can share with you that airports are indeed busy. Connected in Atlanta, I can tell you that the Atlanta airport is busy. People are traveling. The question, of course, is they're traveling at these prices? That seems insane. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us right now from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Before we get into what's going on with the Indy Airport, uh, Gary Dick, uh, you sent out this tweet about yeah. being in, in, in downtown Fortville and, and what a party was it, it was, even with, with the rain. What was it about the scene there in Fortville that made you stop and kind of take it in for a moment? Yeah, People. I mean, it, it was amazing. It really struck me. It was Friday evening. You know, the weather was awful. You know, it was cold and rainy and, and, and windy and just not a night, nice night. But if you look up and down uh, uh, Main Street in Fortville, it was full. Every parking space was taken. Uh, restaurants were uh, were happening. And, and it just made me reflect for a moment. You know, there's a there's a small town in Fortville. It's kind of uh, taken its uh, uh, future in its own hands, if you will. They've, they've redone the, the main street uh, uh, streetscape and really spruced things up downtown. Have attracted some restaurants and investment uh, in the downtown. And it's just I, I thought it was noteworthy and it's kind of an example for other communities around the state because you know we all hear about small town Indiana dying, and you know there's some reality to the, that in some communities really struggling. But Fortville uh, is uh, seems quite the opposite. Is it because they've got, for example, Taxman Brewing, because they have Fox Garden, because they have these these anchors that that are then uh, supported around, whether it's Maduro on Main, the cigar shop, or, or Katie's Place Sunrise uh, Bakery, which is yep. the, the best blueberry fritter in the history of mankind, is right there at Sunrise. What Katie is doing is, is pure brilliance. Is it is it about the style? So, for example, if you were to take a look at a Danville and take a look at their square, Noblesville, where it's an actual square versus, let's say, yeah. a Carmel, which has that that downtown drag, does that make a difference to how people envision it and see it? I, I think so. You know, I, I think it's as much as anything. And you mentioned some great restaurants and in, 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 uh, eateries in uh, locations there in Fortville. You think of Fox Garden and the great business that they do. I, I think it's really a result of these businesses or a business or two that gets there and say, you know what, we want to grow our business, but we want to grow the town. We want we want uh, kind of all ships to rise, if you will. And, and I think that's what you're seeing in places like Fortville where there's, uh, you know, some, I don't know, increased pride, if you will, in the downtown uh, area or in the community that's helped to create an environment that a tax man says, yeah, we want to be there. And another and another and those types of things, you mentioned that cigar shop on Main Street there. Uh, it's really undergone a transformation in, in the last uh, the last couple of years that's very noticeable. Uh, and I think, again, it can be somewhat of a model for some other uh, some other places. 
Uh, speaking of models for other places, that's the Indianapolis Indianapolis International Airport uh, mm-hmm. that continues to win awards, continues uh, to crush. I have actually uh, developed a a uh, two reality shows based on the Indianapolis International Airport. I will pitch them to you one day, uh, Gary Dick. We're we're, we're going into business. I'm I'm as ready as as you can imagine, uh, but they're saying traffic is up, and now we're we're back to these conversations of where are the more nonstops? Do we start seeing nonstops to Heathrow? Do we see, start seeing nonstops uh, to 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 Germany? What's the latest with the airport with their growth, and what are we looking at coming forward? Yeah, well, Tony, you know, a, a few weeks ago it was uh, it was revealed, it was announced that Cincinnati is actually getting a, a nonstop route uh, to uh, to London, that, that route that Indianapolis had hoped to get. It's going to Cincinnati. So uh, Indy uh, losing out on that one. However, Mario Rodriguez, the executive director of the airport on the show this weekend, uh, said that uh, a nonstop to Europe is not out of the card, is not dead by any means in terms of uh, is how he phrased it, and said there are continuing negotiations for routes potentially to London, Paris, or Frankfurt, uh, on the books, the key is going to be business stepping up and and uh, and taking some of these seats, buying, some, getting some of these seats, uh, making it more attractive for the airlines to uh, to actually put in that that nonstop uh, uh, European flight. Uh, so that those negotiations, those talks are ongoing. And, and but you mentioned traffic. You mentioned the awards. Eleven straight years, best airport in North America. So Indianapolis continues to get a lot of attention for its uh, airport and traffic according to uh, to Mario Rodriguez is up 10% over peer airports meaning more more air traffic uh, travelers 10% more in Indianapolis than some of the other peer airports here in the Midwest so uh, signs pointing to, to something that's uh, you know positive post pandemic seems to be back to uh, to pre pandemic levels or very close to it Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. All the talk about 16 Tech and all the talk about that whole area of of downtown Indianapolis and how it's building out, how it's growing. And now this bridge, I mean, we're not talking about something in the ether. We're talking about a physical bridge to connect it to the IU Med Center and what's going to be uh, IU Indianapolis and whatever Purdue is is going to do. Where is this going? How big is this bridge? What's it for? I, teach me yeah. something here. Yeah, it, it, you know, I, I, I think it's tough to overstate the potential, again, potential importance that this bridge has. 16 Tech, an innovation district, had been talked about uh, I think through four, uh, maybe even five mayoral administrations have been talked about for a long time. It is finally, uh, in fact, it's now five years old, uh, believe it or not, but is actually happening. Uh, research labs and a variety of things. There's a, f- a food and drink destination there, the AMP, uh, that are coming out of the ground uh, not far from the old Bush Stadium on West 16th Street. And what happened last week was a bridge, as you say, a physical bridge connecting 16 Tech to the IU Med Center and Eskenazi, all the various health and life sciences uh, pieces of a corridor right across Fall Creek. There is Fall Creek it provides a barrier, basically, between the two. This bridge will link that. It's, it's a bridge for cars, but for people, too, students and others to get back and forth between 16 Tech and the innovation happening there and all of the health and life sciences 
and, and a much broader redevelopment. So I think, Tony, it's a, it's a big story for the innovation space, if you will, in Indiana, but also for that uh, near north and near northwest side uh, area, which is, uh, you know, you say it's been neglected. It hasn't uh, uh, been uh, uh, in great shape for a long time. That looks to change because, in part because of this connection. Uh, the the plan uh, as as they grow this is this a uh, a desire with sixteen tech to have the same kind of work play feel like eleven park is tr- uh, trying to do at the, at the diamond chain building and tearing that down and putting in the stadium and everything else is that the same end goal it, it, to an extent I mean I guess you could you you could kind of draw that that parallel the bottom line is creating an environment, uh, you know, 16 Tech, and you ask anybody who's involved with this, say, this is a talent play. We want to create an environment that's going to attract top talent, whether it's in health, the life sciences, technology, whatever the case might be, and to create that environment with amenities and other things that, uh, that are attractive to keep people here, but also to attract people. And in a sense, as you look at, at what uh, Ursal Ozdemir and the, the folks at Indy 11 want to do with that development, it's on the river. So again, kind of quality of life, quality of place, those kinds of things. It has those elements. And it's not far. If you think bigger picture, that's the other piece uh, of this bridge story we, we did last week. You think bigger picture of what's going on in Indianapolis. You've got 16 Tech and that connection to IU and what will be Purdue Indianapolis as well. You go on up to Elanco on the Elanco campus, the Indy 11 project. Uh, not to mention you go in, into downtown and into the Gamebridge Fieldhouse, those, those types of things. There are several billion dollars in projects that are either underway or will be underway uh, in Indianapolis. So uh, perhaps a, 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 a transformational time for the city coming up with some of these projects. And how it's going to affect the IU campus in Indianapolis yeah. as the split with Purdue uh, takes place. This is all going to have a very unique Unique convergence. Yeah. Gary Dick inside Indiana dot com on Twitter at IIB on the drive Hubler dot com hotline. 